Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Wake Forest University golfer, Michael Brennan. Michael, welcome, man. Hey, thank you, Dylan. Yeah, it's so glad, glad you wanted to come on, man. It's like, you know, watch you over at Merido. You know, you've been kind of on a tear this semester. You had some great finishes and the team's doing, you know, doing solid as well. And um, yeah, dude, was glad you wanted to get on the pod here. How you been? Yeah, I've been great. Um, yeah. I've been really good. Nice. It's been a good semester so far. Yeah. Yeah, you can't complain about that. And, you know, you're saying uh, school's kind of winding down a little bit, you know, kind of getting back into the, you know, the grind of homework and not missing school anymore. So yeah. that's kind of nice for the end of the semester. But nice, man. Yeah, it certainly helps to be a little bit more prepared for the finals than yeah. I think it was colonial was right during our midterm time, uh, mm-hmm. which is just kind of a pain to miss class and be traveling. And you just yeah. don't have that much time to, to do anything. Exactly right. And it's like, and you're just kind of holding on the rest of the semester for the, for yeah, the final. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, yeah I now I have some that. time to hopefully kind of get ahead of things um, and get go. a little bit more prepared. Sweet. Pull the awesome. grades up a hair. Yeah, I get that, man. I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But we'll get straight to the first question here, man. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? I'm from Leesburg, Virginia. Um, and I've been playing golf since I was maybe four years old. My dad played amateur wow. golf in the state and stuff. So, when he would like to go and practice, um, he would just take me in a, in a stroller before what I could hit a ball. And then, you know, as young as I was, um, when I was, I don't know, four or five and I could kind of swing a club and stuff, he would just teach me a lot, um, of the basics, which, um, he was really good at. And I think that was a big key to kind of getting me started in the game, uh, was just solid fundamentals. But, um, yeah, I grew up playing golf with my dad when I was younger and, and I really loved it. I mean, he would tell me that I would, I don't remember, but I would cry if um, we had to leave the course soon oh, before man. I wanted to when I was younger uh, <laughs> because I just wanted to stay out there and chip and putt or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he got me into the game and now my whole family plays. I have a younger brother who's 18 and my oh, mom awesome. plays. So we have a whole family, um, a nice foursome that we play a lot of family matches when we oh, back home. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's really yeah. cool. And it's really nice to you know you start really young like that because I mean, whenever you're so young like that and you're just getting the basic fundamentals like your dad taught you, I mean, dude, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That goes a long ways, you know, at that age, just to kind of get the mm-hmm. fundamentals and making contact, you know, hitting the ball. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's huge. Um, so, I mean, talk about your, like your high school days and kind of how your junior golf career went a little bit, kind of, you know, as you got older and obviously developed more and stuff, you know, how how those years go? Um, I, I, li- I liked it. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I mean, growing up, I played every sport basically i played football basketball soccer lacrosse just an athlete um, man just an athlete so i just tried to i didn't want to specialize in golf too early um, okay. and i played basketball my freshman through junior year um i didn't play my senior year hoping to get a little bit more practice to be prepared for that spring and mm-hmm. then that's when covid hit so then none of the, all the tournaments got canceled so terrible it, in long run um i guess it it didn't really matter um that i didn't play but mm-hmm. um junior golf it was great um my family is super supportive of me you know so they would travel with me to every tournament and um they loved going and, and watching me play um 
and I just felt like I had a really good team behind me with my coach, Adam Harrell back home. And then I had a, a really good, um, strength and fitness coach who I still work with now, um, awesome. even while I'm at school, um, yeah. Jason Beach. So I just felt like we had a, I had a really good foundation. Um, and I, it was just so fun. All the tournaments, they're so well run and, um, it's just fun going and you have your group of friends. Like I went to a, just a regular public high school. So I had my high school buddies and my friends from back home. Um, Great. I wasn't, you know, homeschooled or anything like that, but then you go to golf tournaments and then you have your other set of friends basically. So, right, um, right. yeah, so it, it's, um, you know, unique like that, but it's really fun if, you know, not to see some guys for a month or so, and then you go to a nice tournament and everyone's there. Exactly right. You know, that's kind of a cool thing. You know, like you said, you have your friends from school, but then you're going to all these tournaments. You guys are traveling around playing in tournaments. You know, you kind of get mm -hmm. that, you know, that friendship with a bunch of other guys too. I'm sure that mm -hmm. you see, you know, in college golf now too. I mean, it's kind of cool to see, you know, you guys go from playing those junior tournaments to where you guys are now. I mean, that's really cool to see. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, you, you get your junior friends and it's the same in college golf. And then you right. see them, you know, now at the college level. And um, I think it's also really cool to see some of the friends who are older than me that are playing professional moved on to professional golf and rooting them on and you know hoping that they have successful careers and everything um it's just been, it's been really cool yeah and so i mean you kind of talked about you know the year 2020 you know that was obviously a covid year nothing really has really happened in tournament wise but you know you qualified for the usam and you playing at bandon dunes and stuff kind of just mm -hmm. talk about that week a little bit maybe talk about you know just what it took to qualify to get into that tournament. And then not only that, but you placed 11th in stroke play as well. I mean, that's, I mean, that's huge to do out of USAM, yeah. let alone at Bandit Dunes. Like that's yeah. awesome. Um, so qualifying for that one in particular was, they just went based purely off of Wagger because gotcha. of COVID. So they didn't have any, any of their, you know, USAM qualifying like they typically do, uh -huh. uh, which was nice for me because I was inside of whatever yeah. their, you know, Wagger limit was, but if yeah. you're outside of that, you know, it's unfortunate that you just didn't get a shot to play, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, that week was, it was really special. Um, I had my whole family out there, mom, dad, and my brother, Sean, and, uh, he was on the bag for me that week. That's and awesome. So we, man. I mean, we play golf when I'm, when we're at home, we play golf, Sean and I do every day and, he, and he's a good player. So, mm -hmm. I mean, he knows me, he's, he's yeah. my best friend, you know right. what I mean? So, oh yeah. If he knows, if he knows your game, I mean, he's going to be the one that knows your game the best out of anybody, you know? Yeah. So I, I love when he caddies for me, he just is able to keep me light and loose and yeah. we just have joke around, but he knows how to play, you know? So if, if I, I can rely on him for advice, if I'm unsure on something and, and he's not afraid to speak up, you know, and, and tell me what he of thinks which is important. Um, and then luckily I, I was paired that with some decent golf in some mm -hmm. tough windy conditions yeah tough um, conditions very man. very windy out there so oh my gosh it was brutal i remember watching on tv it was like just nasty out there yeah so i i, I played nicely the first two rounds and then uh ran into a tough match um, mm -hmm. and yeah spencer tibbets i mean i he played well i, I played pretty solid um mm -hmm. but just got the better of me that's golf, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and not yeah. only to get, you know, to have the Wagger ranking that you had to get into the USAM and then let alone, you know, just playing at any USG event is a privilege to play. I mean, mm -hmm. it's amazing, you know, what they do for all the players out there and the competitors and just the atmosphere at a USGA event is just insane. Like you can't beat yeah, it. They're the best. Yeah. You they're, can't beat they're it. They're the best. Yeah. 
It's crazy. But I mean, not only that, but previously you had, you know, a lot of success. You know, you were the middle Atlantic amateur in 2017, 18 and 19. You were the Virginia State amateur, you know, in your home kind of state there. 2020 Merido Junior Invitational Champion. I mean, you tied third at the mm-hmm. Junior Invitational at Sage Valley. And I mean, you're the Scott Robertson member. Uh, memorial champion 2019 i mean you had all these victories that are huge tournaments you know as a junior golfer i mean what did that kind of show you i mean what did that kind of you know reveal about your game the kind of player you are um i mean it's great to have success and to Mm -hmm. be able to win um it it makes it it's more enjoyable you know i mean everyone 100 you know when they're winning uh, oh yeah it's great yeah but it, it wasn't all you know great you know you don't win every single tournament that you play in Um, absolutely but to be able to get it done um in a a few times is is certainly a confidence booster and um i think it's just great preparation um for playing at the next level but i mean as much as you can play and win at the junior level when you get to the college level at least from my personal experience i mean i was i was very nervous you know so it's still like you kind of i felt like i had to validate myself at the college level and then hopefully at the professional level. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, it's just great. And we kind of talked about your Wagger ranking a little bit, you know, you were, your best Wagger ranking was 172. I mean, there's guys that play all four years of college to get, you know, to that Wagger ranking. And you were there before you even like started college. I mean, that's, that's like a crazy, awesome. I mean, that's an amazing Wagger ranking, man. I mean, that kind of had to really show that, you know, you're a serious player at a very young age. And then, I mean, I'm sure, you know, even before those tournaments in 2020, I mean, you were doing the recruiting process. You were talking to tons of schools, Mm -hmm. I bet. You know, I want to kind of touch a little bit on that. You know, what was the recruiting process like with you and kind of how'd you go about it? Yeah, um, it was, it's crazy. It's, it it was tough um, just because I feel like you don't really have much guidance. You're kind of just thrown into it, Um, you know, as a, I mean, eighth grade, ninth grade, you know, when schools start reaching out to you and it's like, it's a little overwhelming because you're like, you know, I'm, I don't know how old you're on eighth grade, 13, 14 years old, yeah, you know, and you're yeah. trying to make a decision for when you're 20 years old. Right. Um, so but it, it's certainly a tough part. Um, but it was also exciting, you know, to get a, a letter in the mail from, from Clemson, Wake Forest, yeah. UVA, you know, whatever Vandy school it was. Um, it was just, it was, it was cool, you know, um, to know that they were interested in your golfing abilities, uh, which was really cool, but going on visits was really fun. Um, normally I went with, if not all my family, you know, both my parents or something like that. And, and touring the schools was cool. And I love kind of seeing everything like that. Um, but it, I mean, it was such a hard decision. Um, it was, it's tough to, because I, what I've learned now is the criteria, uh, mm-hmm. what you think is important when you're yeah. 13, 14 years old, yeah. I would say is not a hundred percent what's important when you're 20 years old. Of but course. You just can't know. There's no way, you know, you know that unless you have a, an older sibling or, you know, something like that to kind of help you a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't know what questions to ask, what to look for outside of what the coaches tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a tough you know, that's the tough part, I think, of, of recruiting is um, kind of just is not knowing what you need to be looking out for in particular. 
Of course. Well, and plus, I mean, you're so young. I mean, you know, eighth and ninth grade, I mean, you're barely, you know, getting into high school. I mean, like you said, Mm -hmm. you're 14 years old-ish or so. And I mean, yeah, I'm sure whenever you're that young, you know, it's like, oh, big powerhouse. I want this, this, and this. But then as you get older, it's like, you know, you nitpick a little bit more. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is actually what I'm looking for. But it's tough to, it's tough to tell, like you said, because if nobody's gone through the recruiting process and you're kind of, like you said, just kind of thrown into it, you got to learn as you go. I mean, that's just yeah. kind of the best way to go. About I mean, it. that's the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And now if I were to do it again, I would be, you know, so much more prepared than I was before. Right. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, with, you know, with your junior career and kind of, you know, the success that you had, and I'm sure, you know, you had reached out to, you know, some schools or, you know, they were kind of all reaching out to you, but I mean, what kind of schools were you narrowing it down to when it kind of was coming to the decision time here? Um, I had, there were a couple criteria. I wanted to go to a, a good academic school. Yeah. Um, I, I would say I probably cared more about education then than I would now, but <laughs> yeah. I, not saying I regret my decision at all. I, I love here at, at Wake Forest and I, I'm very happy with my decision, but it, yeah. it needed to be a good academic school. And I didn't really want it to be too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just felt like a, if I had to fly to school, it would be pretty inconvenient. Just, yeah. I mean, even things is like moving in, you know, I just, that would kind of be tough. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be within a reasonable driving distance. Um, so I looked at a lot of AC schools mainly um, and Vanderbilt was mm-hmm. kind of like the only oh, yeah. non-ACC school, um, mm-hmm. but also Nashville wasn't too, too far. Uh, I think it was like seven, eight hour drive from, mm-hmm. from where I live. So it was definitely doable. Yeah. Um, but I had kind of had a top five for most of my freshman year. Um, that would be UVA, Duke, Clemson, Wake, and Vanderbilt. Um, all great schools. Those top five, <laughs> yeah, good schools. All all good schools of those top five. I really kind of was seriously considering Clemson, Wake, and Vandy. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah, and I mean those are even to narrow it down to those three. I mean it's you know you really got to get picky about kind of mm-hmm. what you know what you experience on you know, your yeah. visits and stuff. And like you said, the, the criteria that you're looking for, um, you know, how did you end up on Wake Forest University? I mean, was there something about the visit when you went or something with the coaches that, you know, just kind of clicked with you guys? Yeah. So I thought it was funny and my parents would make fun of me every time I would go visit a new school, I would uh-huh. come back and I was like, Oh, this is my school. You know, I went <laughs> to UVA. I was like, UVA is my school. Then I go to Clemson. Clemson's my school. Vandy, uh, Vandy is my school, whichever one was freshest. But then I went to uh, wake and it, and then I went to wake and then I went back and visited other schools and wake was kind of it kind of just stuck a little bit more than the other schools did um, yeah so yeah. that's kind of when I realized I was like you know what I think you know that's probably where I need to end up but I mean there's a lot of that wake offers that I just I really like uh, one of them being I like the smaller school mm-hmm. um, the fact that I can walk around campus now and I, I know people and I can run into people Right. And um, I just I think that's, you know, really more, you know, personal and something that I was looking for. I didn't want to go to a school of 40,000 where I'm right. never going to see the same person twice. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 um, percent. So that was really nice. It's a beautiful campus. Um, the golf facilities, I mean, Amazing. they're unbelievable. Yeah, Amazing. there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to get better. Right. Um, and it's if all you're right not, there. Yeah, it, it's all there. It's up to you. And um, the coaches, Coach Haas and Coach O'Callahan were just, they're awesome. Um, I really love both of them. 
both very unique, both different, but they kind of complement each other for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, even our, you know, strength facility and our strength coach and kind of everything about that was, was really important. But I would say the biggest separator between Wake and the other schools was the kids on the team The mm -hmm. when yeah. I was being recruited. Um, and many of them were, were too old. You know, they were sophomores, juniors, seniors. So even when I was looking, they were never going to be on the team with me. Right. But they were just always super nice to the, you know, the freshman in high school, the sophomore in high school. And it, it's so easy to kind of look at a kid like that and just be like, oh, you know, you just who cares brush about them? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. But um, the guys on the team, when I, I went and played nine holes with a few of the guys and they were just super welcoming. And, and when I did that at other schools, sometimes it was it was awkward or, you know, kind of uncomfortable. But yeah. I just had a really good time playing with them. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, just going there and being, you know, everybody's welcoming of you there in let alone, you know, since you're such a young kid, you know, like we said, it can be, you know, sometimes they can kind of push you to the side a little bit, but that's great mm -hmm. that they're, you know, so welcoming and they kind of like yeah. took you under your wing before you even were, you know, even sniffed going to school there yet, you know, exactly. it's like, it's exactly. like, you know, it's just really great to have that kind of, you know, that family feeling almost. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, you're still kind of close to home a little bit still, but yet you're probably, you know, a little bit, you know, a distance I'm away. Perfect still. distance. Yeah, exactly. It's like five, five and a half hour drive. That's um, perfect. So I can go back. If I, if I need to, I can go back home, but mm -hmm. far enough that my parents can't drive down and see me on the weekend. So right. It's perfect. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, man. And um, I mean, you're is you're in your sophomore year now at Wake Forest University. Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of talk about how your first year went, you know, and what kind of comes along with being a golfer at Wake Forest. Maybe take us through your week and stuff of what that's like. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the first year was definitely just strange and different. Uh, I would say it's definitely more normal now. Mm -hmm. But when I first got to school, we were kind of, it was in question over the summer, whether we were going to have a fall season or not. Right. Um, and then I remember I was at a golf tournament with um, my now teammate and roommate Clay mm -hmm. and the NCAA just released that they uh, can or ACC had released that they um, canceled fall golf. And we were, I mean, we were pretty gutted because of it. Yeah. Um, so we were like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to play in a, a golf tournament until the spring, you know, it would have yeah. been almost nearly five months. Yeah. Um, that's but, unheard of. That's a century yeah, in golf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. I mean, even now I don't have another tournament for another month and a half and it feels like a year, yeah. but, <laughs> yeah. um, but the coaches did a really good job of trying to find events for us to go play. In. And Merido hosted a, an individual tournament is yeah. an individual and a team aspect, but we could compete as an individual, mm -hmm. um, the golf club of Georgia, um, that we just came back from two weeks yeah. ago they just yeah. made it a completely individual tournament oh, okay. um, and then there was a, a gcaa event that i went and played in mm -hmm. um and one or one maybe two of those um so we still had a, tournaments that we could play in which was great and we played a lot of matches between the guys on our team oh i bet um but i honestly think that having that like kind of loose of a schedule my first year was mm -hmm. helpful in the sense that it allowed me and the other freshmen to kind of get acclimated to the college life a little bit uh, right, before right. getting thrown in into a, a full, you know, college semester. Yeah. Um, and, and traveling miss, week to week, missing exactly. class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's a, yeah, I'm sure that's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a lot. So it was nice to be able to make friends, you know, you had just had a little extra time to make friends with other guys and um, just 
get used to being on your own because yeah. that's something that I hadn't been, done or, you know, before in high school, I always lived with my family. So yeah, no, definitely. being away from them was definitely different, but the first semester, um, it helped kind of get used to that a little bit. And then the spring semester was just absolutely nuts last year. We played, yeah. in, I think, 11 or 12 tournaments in one semester. That's I don't insane. think we're ever going to do that again. That's um, insane. Our coaches were trying to just double up. Uh, mm -hmm. basically to make yeah. up for what we lost in the fall mm -hmm. it was insane <laughs> we were gone so often it, it was tough I mean keeping up with school I, I struggled a little bit um it was hard to kind of refocus yourself week after week because um, oh, normally you don't have that many events back to back to back mm -hmm. uh, so it's tough to come off I had a good start uh, which was really nice to be able to kind of like I said earlier, validate, you know, my right. abilities, but, but then you have a, a couple bad weeks and it, it's tough to get home. And then you have two, three days and then you're leaving the next week. Um, right back on the road. So it, yeah. It's tough to kind of, I struggled to try to figure things out a little bit, got a little, mm -hmm. um, I don't want to say lost, but, um, I just had a, you know, a hard time figuring stuff out. Yeah. And I mean, that happens. And the thing is, is, I mean, you got through it. I mean, it's only, it's going to make you a better player. It's going to make you a better student, you know, and it's going to make you a better person with time management and stuff like that. Cause now, now that you got through that, you almost feel like you can get through anything now because, you know, from here on out, you know, hopefully nothing, nothing crazy happens again, but you know, you'd be able to get through just about any kind of schoolwork or travel, you know, what it's like because 11 tournaments in one semester, that's, I mean, that's insane. That's, week to week to week to week you guys are traveling a lot and that's yeah I mean, it, it was a total we busy yeah yeah it was 11 tournaments and, and we took a like a team trip um out to san francisco so i mean we were gone for 12 weekends um, yeah. and we missed school 12 weeks in the semester which was a lot yeah but i mean like you said i think it's going to prepare us i know playing in um corn ferry events or mm -hmm. you know oh, other yeah. mini tour events i know that they're Mm -hmm. trying they have to play as many weeks as possible to try yeah. to make as enough enough money mm -hmm. um to either make a living or make it you know to the next stage um so i think that that's kind of just gonna help me a little bit um with that process yeah definitely and i mean you did pretty solid you know your your freshman year you were second on the team with a 71.7 scoring average ping all east region named to the all a acc team became the first freshman to record back-to-back -back wins, taking home the title in Kiowa Invitational and the Wake Forest Invite. I mean, your, your first, I mean, it's like the golf aspect. It, it just, it kind of came natural to you, even though, you know, there were some big changes and stuff. You still had great first, you know, first year, well, not even first year, like first semester, sort of, but still mm -hmm. you had some, you know, you had some playing, some playing time in the fall. But I mean, the transition, you know, obviously to college and everything was, you know, that was kind of easier for you because, you know, you didn't have as many tournaments in the fall and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. golf wise, you know, going from yeah. these high end junior tournaments that you're playing in to Wake Forest schedule playing against, you know, some of the best teams in college golf. I mean, was there anything you had to get used to, you know, golf wise or was it kind of just, you know, free flown for you? I would say the biggest difference it's just the environment that you're around and yeah. junior golf you're with your parents you know you're staying in a hotel with your parents right um and then you get to college golf and it's not you you know you're with five four other teammates you're with five guys and, mm -hmm. and then you have your coaches who are you know taking care of you basically and right. you're going out to dinner with your team and 
the van leaves at a certain time and it's not a hundred percent customized to you, you know, it's kind of, it's more around the team. Um, so that definitely takes getting used to, yeah. um, just to know that, you know, maybe your warm up schedule is going to be slightly different. And that's one thing that I did is I consolidated my pre-round warm up. Um, I, I used to take forever, um, including, you know, a body warm up, um, plus a golf, you know, hitting warm up and stuff like that. Yeah. So I had to, had to shorten it a little bit just to make it possible or else I just, I would not have had the time um, Uh being with the team. And I think that that's helped me a lot. And I now looking back at it, I couldn't imagine going, I mean, I would spend an hour and a half before the round an hour, Uh 40 minutes almost, you know, kind of going through things. Yeah. Um, And now it's down to like an hour, which I, I couldn't imagine going back to that because I feel like an hour is plenty of time. Yeah. You know, and that's funny that you bring that up because that's like some I experienced too. Like back when you know I would take like 30 minutes, I'd be, you know, super quick. But then whenever, you know, I whenever I play college golf, we travel tournaments, we get there an hour, hour and 15 minutes early. And I'm like, oh, I do. Like I'm just standing here. Like, what the <laughs> yeah. heck? So yeah, I do. I totally get what you're saying though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. totally different. You know, your parents are kind of taking care of you and everything. It's almost like your coaches are your parents, you know what I mean? Yep. And they're kind of yep. running the show here. And I mean, yeah, it's a totally different aspect. But that you know, golf's an individual sport, but yet that team aspect in college golf is one of the most, you know, probably the funnest thing anybody could ever do. Oh, it, I mean, it's awesome. I yeah. love the guys on our team and just, we're, we're super, super close. I would say, you know, we're hanging out with the guys Oh, all the time, the weekend or, you know, whatever, I mean, whatever we're doing, we're always together. We're always right. at the golf facility. We have a, a great, um, it's called the Haddock house. So great area to do homework, to watch TV, to kind of just hang out and chill. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're around each other all the time and I couldn't be happier with the guys. I mean, they're my best friends now. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable, and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it, man. I mean, you're spending so much time with these guys. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you know, most of you guys are going to, you know, turn professional and go that route, too, and stuff. You know, who knows? Maybe you guys do that together or, you know, you guys are competing against each other. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's going to be pretty cool to do. You know, you guys yeah. have that friendship and everything still, even after college. I mean, that's that's amazing stuff. Um, yeah. Whether it be golf or not, it's going to be <clears throat> awesome to kind of see where, yeah. where everyone goes. Exactly. No, that's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And um, so, I mean, you're just this most recent semester, you've had some, you know, some great success yourself. You had two individual wins at your guys' home tournament once again, um, co-medals with Alex Fitzpatrick, and then you won a Colonial. I mean, mm-hmm. does this kind of give you some momentum heading into the rest of the season in this, you know, with just kind of your next tournament that's coming up in a month or even the spring semester as well? I mean, what does that do for you? Yeah, um, it's great um, to, I would say the best part is just playing against good players the oh field in God. college golf is great you know oh every week God, yeah. we play really strong field so it's great to um 
just see other really good players um, just around. I mean, every week. And then the other good thing is playing with other great players here at school. Mm -hmm. I mean, teammates that are able to push you and able to to teach you things. I mean, Mm -hmm. Alex is the best chipper I have ever seen. Yeah. I I mean, by far. And so just to be able to kind of pick his brain a little bit and ask him questions, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Um, has been been huge and I think as a result of that um with the help of the coaches and my coach Adam back home I mm-hmm. mean my you know kind of just chipping in general like in particular um has just gotten a lot better because of that and hopefully that I have a similar influence on some of the guys and I'm able to make them yeah. a little bit better but competing every week with other great players forces you I mean if you don't play good you're just not going to win Exactly right. And, you know, and I'm glad that you brought up, you know, teammate like Alex Fitzpatrick, because I mean, not only Alex Fitzpatrick, but you also got, you know, Mark Power, you know, Parker Gillum, you got, you know, your roommate and everything. I mean, you guys Mm -hmm. got a ton of great players on the team. I mean, I know you guys didn't, you know, start the season off the way you wanted to Merido, but you guys kind of fought back to kind of get to the point that you guys are. I mean, you know, what's the mindset? And, you know, for the team going into next semester? I mean, is it going to be, you know, pedal the metal for you guys or what's kind of the goals for you guys? Yeah, I think that, um, I mean, we had a tough time at Merido, but we were kind of joking around that um, last year, the start of last spring, we started out super hot and uh-huh. really nice for four or five tournaments. And then we and then we kind of struggled coming in. Um, I, I just wasn't playing very well. And mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of tough to know that we're going into postseason and, yeah. you know, no, not all the guys were informed. So we were kind of joking after uh, a poor Merido and we played decent at some of the other tournaments that we're mm-hmm. just this year we're starting out slow and then we're just going to go get hot um, there you go so um i mean our team morale is high and and we've had talks about you know how we're going to improve this year versus um last year but i think every week you know we're trying to just go play as good as we can um yeah i don't know i don't think you know you can purposely try to start slow and, and then get hot we're just gonna try <laughs> to start hot and stay hot yeah exactly and do whatever you guys got you know put in the work whatever you guys got to do to kind of get to that point because you know i'm sure you know the national championship that's kind of in your guys's eye i'm you know in your guys's head as well you know wanting to get there and i mean everybody wants to win a national championship for the team and everything so um you know but yeah i'm sure with the schedule you guys have you know, how hard do you guys compete? How hard do you guys compete within the team? I mean, you guys are going to, you know, you guys will be able to do some great things, I think, this next semester. Yeah, um, we have a great schedule this next yeah. semester. So it's really exciting to be able to go and, and play in other good good tournaments. Yeah, can't beat that. You can't beat that Division mm-hmm. One schedule, especially, you know, you know, at Wake Forest and stuff like that. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's amazing stuff. Um, yeah. You know, so we can... Really cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, we talked about, you know, the kind of team goals a little bit going into next semester and maybe, you know, what are some goals that you have for yourself? I mean, do you like to set goals, you know, or do you just kind of, you know, play it as it goes or, you know, what do, what are some goals you have for this next semester? Um, that's a good question. I don't have anything really written yeah. out as, as far as golf goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like past, overall, your cla- past your classes. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> stay NCAA eligible and play <laughs> decent golf yeah those are my goals but those I are great like goals some, some great individual goals, goals um yeah. for like club head speed and mm-hmm. ball speed and you know strokes gain putting and stuff like that um, yeah i hope to get to a, hit 130 mile an hour club head speed um Watch out. something I, I actually i did freshman year and then 
I'm not entirely sure why I'm trying to figure that out, but uh-huh. it's kind of, it's, I've regressed a little bit in the, um, club head speed department. And now mm-hmm. it's like 123, 124 is okay. my higher end, uh-huh. which still you can get away with, but, um, I'm trying yeah. to kind of kick that back up to 130. Mm-hmm. And my punting has been something that I've been working on. I mean, it's been, I feel a few years now and in high school, I really struggled uh, with putting in some tournaments. Some sometimes it was decent, but mm-hmm. I would say overall it, it wasn't great. You know, it yeah. just wouldn't have worked at the next level. Gotcha. Um, so that's something that I'm I'm happy with the improvement, and it's nice to see improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's certainly gotten a lot better. But to I want to have a semester with a positive stroke gain putting uh, yeah. for every tournament. So that's one of my my main goals. Um, next year especially with you know going week to week you know and you know you kind of got a taste of what you already did you know your first in your first year also but you know getting some wins in college golf and you you know what it's you know you know what kind of game you got to have you know Mm -hmm. whenever you have those wins with either putting or you know just everything comes together and I know from my you know from my own experiences too like whenever you I had great weeks it's like like, okay, I know what it feels like, you know, like, you know, you know, the kind of player you are. It's like, why can't I do this week to week? And I'm sure that's something that you really want to, you know, you really want to improve as well with this, you know, you have, uh, who knows with eligibility nowadays, but you have so many years left, you know, at Wake Mm -hmm. Forest. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if you can work on that stuff that you want to work on now, I mean, it's just going to better you in the long run, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, just, I just thought of it, you know, with eligibility and stuff, you know, since you're only a sophomore and everything like that, I mean, what's, do you have maybe kind of a, you know, a plan? Are you going to be going that five years? Or are you going to kind of see what it's like, you know, how your classes kind of go and your graduation date or something like that? Or what's, you know, have you been thinking about that at all or now? I think we're definitely just going to play it by year right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. 100%. But the goal, I would say, right now is just to go four years and then mm-hmm. hopefully uh turn pro after that yeah but um we're just going to take it step by step and kind of yeah. see where that goes um i don't have any plans to stay for fifth year right now or uh-huh. yeah. no plans to leave early so yeah. yeah i mean that's definitely something i'm sure you'll evaluate as you get into your junior senior year because i mean obviously you're a sophomore you're not even thinking about you know a graduation or any of that stuff yet because it you know, I remember when I was a sophomore and stuff, it felt like it was never going to happen, but it's going to come up before you know it for sure. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, you talked a little bit about, you know, after college and, you know, professional golf and all that stuff, you know, what, you know, what's the plan for professional golf? Is there kind of something, you know, your senior, you're going to be kind of eyeing that PGA, that PGA um, university kind of stuff, or are you going to just be thinking about qualifying once you graduate? Um. I mean, the PGA Tour U is, is definitely intriguing and I think yeah. it's cool. Um, uh-huh. something that they've set up and, and right now, Alex is, I think, number four on yeah. PGA Tour U for mm-hmm. his class. Um, so it's exciting, you know, to watch him try to finish inside the top five, but I, I really don't have anything set in stone. Um, yeah, so course. I think it, I'm just going to, it's a lot of it's determined how I'm by how I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe if I'm playing ridiculously well, you know, my future would look a little bit different and my plan would look a little bit different than if I was, you know, not playing as well. Yeah. So it's um, not something that I have anything set in stone, but the PJ yeah. tour U is definitely intriguing. And yeah. um, I think it's a great gateway, you know, onto yeah. the PJ tour. 
Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you're not really worrying about that stuff because you just want to go out there, focus on, you know, the things you want to work on your game and then just do the best yeah. you can for the team and yourself, yeah. because that's ultimately, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself. You don't want to be thinking about stuff that's two years, you know, in the future. I mean, just, you know, focus on the present right now, you know, you're doing your classes and everything right now you're grinding on your game still. Um, you know, I'm glad that you're doing that, man. That's great stuff to hear though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really glad, man. Um, so we're heading to the next section of the show. I just like to call the ham and egg section. It's just kind of, you know, some for fun questions, get to know okay. Michael Brennan a little bit more. Um, so, I mean, this first one's going to be kind of interesting. You've played a ton of sports, like you said, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you didn't, play golf and you had to play another sport and you had to play professionally what sport would you play and why basketball basketball it would be basketball i love basketball i love playing basketball yeah i mean if i was better at basketball i i don't want to say i would i love golf i don't want to say i'd rather play basketball in college Uh i i love basketball I, i just think that it's um just the skill and the you know it's a kind of a mix between physicality and uh-huh. skill and touch oh yeah and i grew up playing and i just think basketball is super cool yeah what position did you play i was a shooting guard okay shooting uh, guard yeah yeah so i mean i'm uh-huh. like six one yeah uh not big enough to <laughs> really be great with anything else and i always played yeah. golf the only time i played basketball really was in the winter so i didn't really set aside a whole lot of time to practice Gotcha. Anything else, but I could shoot pretty well. So yeah. that's what kept me. That's what kept me playing. There you go. Just hang out on the three point line. You know, whenever they mm-hmm. dump it out to you, you know, throw it up. Definitely. I that's get it. Exactly man. right. I yeah. It. It's, it's the best position in my opinion. It's, oh, hundred percent. hundred percent, dude. Yeah. No, that's funny, man. I, I, I just, you know, it's kind of interesting. Cause like you said, you played so many different sports, but you know, basketball is you know, a great sport, great sport to watch and play. Yeah. It's a ton of fun for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to follow um our deeks here in the the winter first yeah. games this wednesday so it's coming up there you go there you go you yeah. got to get out there watch them a little bit i'm sure <laughs> i will 100 percent. definitely um you've played a ton of golf in your career i mean i'm sure there's been a lot of moments that have been pretty good and some moments that have been you know kind of rough and mm-hmm. um you know what's the most nervous you've ever been on the golf course and you know whenever you do get nervous is there something that you do to kind of keep your nerves down a little bit um most nervous i'm gonna give you two times when Let's i was do it. most yeah. nervous the Let's first was at my first usam mm-hmm. at pebble and spyglass in 2018 uh-huh. and i played the first round at spyglass and i doubled the very first hole it's a par five and i made a seven i mean i was that wasn't even the most nervous part but i was very nervous and then uh-huh. I, I played uh i had a really cool caddy local caddy out there uh-huh. uh, and i played great the rest of the round i think i finished two under and that put me, I was inside right. the top 10 for the first round for yeah. everybody, Spyglass and Pebble. That's amazing. And Such a I young was, kid too. Yeah, I think I was 15 at the time, but amazing. I was, I was nervous. The whole, I mean, pretty much the entire second round was <laughs> one of the most nervous I've ever been. Um, in particular, coming in the last like four or five holes, I was leaking oil hard. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I was playing pretty tight. I wasn't playing too great at, at um pebble and i started on the back nine so my gotcha. finishing holes were six seven and then eight and nine I mean, uh-huh. eight and nine are two of the toughest holes on the golf course absolutely um, so i was certainly i was leaking oil and i was i remember in particular i was walking down three fairway mm-hmm. and i hit an okay drive and i think it was just like in the left first cut but i remember 
walking to that ball thinking like I couldn't feel it. I was just in another <laughs> world. I just, I could not feel anything. I couldn't, yeah. I just felt like I was, I mean, I was pretty, I don't want to say mortified because uh-huh. I mean, I love playing out there and I love competing uh-huh. and I like being nervous, but I had just, I'd never felt anything like that before in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and I did not finish very well. And I think I, I shot 78 and didn't make match play. And um, I was, I was pretty upset with myself after that. Yeah, but and then those experiences though are going to oh, make you a better player, yeah. though, man. I mean, that's yeah, the you thing. need that. Yeah, you need that a hundred percent. Getting yourself in that situation as many times as possible is absolutely the biggest thing. Um, so then, you know, in Bandon Dunes, when I'm you know playing decent and I'm inside the cut line, then I, yep. you know, I know I can focus on you know other things and I don't have to be super worried about you know, oh, I'm going to, you know, am I going to make the cut? Am I going to miss match play and, right. and just focus on my game? Right. Um, second moment was my first tournament in college golf uh-huh. at Camp Creek. Uh, um, Florida State hosted a really good field, pretty much all ACC teams. It was basically yeah. like an ACC championship down there. Uh-huh. And, and our team was playing well. And it was unique the way they did it because of COVID. So they didn't have, it wasn't a standard um, pairing and we yeah. didn't play with other teams. You guys all play so together. We, we all played together. Gotcha. So we had every team got an alternate two, I think. So we played three and three, we had six guys, but one guy on our team was playing as an alternate and his score didn't count towards the team total. Gotcha. Um, and, and I was very nervous the first round because it was just my first college tournament, but yeah. Mark, my teammate who, and we were also riding in carts. Mm-hmm. So my teammate, Mark, who was in the cart is one of the funniest kids I know. And he does, um, I mean, other than being a great golfer, he just Mm -hmm. is, can make anyone on the team laugh by, I mean, saying whatever. So he did a really, really good job keeping me loose out there when we were playing um, in that first round. And I I made it finish decently and I played a really nice second round. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was playing really nicely the third round as well. And our team was looking good to win the tournament. And I remember we were going on 17 T and we had a three shot lead. And it was me, Mark, and um, Eric Bay at the time. Okay. And I hit a decent drive, laid up, par five, and I had like 95 yards, and I hit two inches behind a sand wedge. Oh, and no. It maybe went halfway to the hole. It was, <laughs> it was bad. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I almost – I had like a 30-yard bunker shot, hit a good bunker shot, actually hit a good putt, but made bogey. And okay. We were still okay. Other guys made par. So yeah. we had a two-shot lead going into okay. the last hole. Yeah. Last hole is pretty tough. And um, we just needed – I mean, we had a two-shot. We all were counting, so we just yeah. needed to get in. You just need to get in. Of, yeah, right. I mean, we could have made one bogey and two pars, and we would have been okay. Right. And um, Eric, I remember, hit his drive, like, in the trees. And I hit a good drive, and Mark hit a good drive. But then Eric chipped it out into the um, – Fairway hit it to like mm-hmm. 15 feet and made it a, a great putt for par. Oh, awesome. And Mark, Mark made it, made a nice par. So I was like, sweet. Um, you know, yeah. I just have to make just cruise bogey. on in from here. I mean, yeah. Basically. And yeah. I had a six iron into the green. It was a long hole. Mm-hmm. I pulled it left pin was kind of front, right. And I was left. So okay. I had, I had green to work with ball was sitting a little bit down, mm-hmm. But everyone else was watching. We were the last team to come in. So you had oh, all the great. other players were around the green and spectators and, you know, some media uh-huh. guys were around the green. 
Welcome to and college I, golf right there. That's a, that's a moment. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I mean, I bladed my chip. I don't oh. know. There's no other way to say it. I hit it skinny and it was racing past the pin and it went over the green on the other side, but the others, that next chip was easy. Okay. I, the lie was sitting nice in the yeah. rough kind of upslope. I was like, all right. I was like, come on, Michael. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, you got to, you know, settle down. Like <laughs> you can't be the, fre- I mean, this is my first college tournament. I was like, you can't be the freshman that just blows this for the, you know, the rest of the team. And I hit okay chip um, to about four feet past the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not the four footer that I wanted um, oh, yeah? to win the tournament. So if I made it, we won by one. If I missed it, we, I guess we would have tied. Mm-hmm. And my hands were shaking so bad. It was it was horrible. My hands were shaking <laughs> so bad. I should have stepped off or done something differently because I, I pulled it so bad. It never had a chance of hitting the hole. And it was downhill. And I had a five-footer coming back for oh double my gosh. to even tie for the lead. And, and thankfully, I made that. And then we went to a playoff. Um, and I was a little better in the playoff. But playing that 18th hole was... I mean, I was, it was so nerve wracking. I bet. I bet one, especially whenever your hands go, it's like, yeah, it's, just, it's oh hard to have any feel, man. It's hard to have. Yeah. Any I was trying feel. to hit a little four foot downhill putt. And I mean, <laughs> my hands were, it was like, I just drank five coffees and I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't stay still, but uh, it, I mean, thinking about it makes me feel sick, <laughs> but we got past it and uh, yeah, played some decent golf in the near, in the future after that. So, exactly but it, well, it's all great experience yeah exactly. it's all character building and um i looking back i'm glad i did it because yeah. i feel like i'm better prepared the next time than i was that time exactly when it's something you can just laugh on you know whenever yeah. you know something yeah. like that happens but like you said though it's great experiences because um, there's going to be numerous of other times, you know, even maybe when you're playing professional and you got to make a four footer to make some you know mm-hmm. some good cash or get exactly. some status and it's going to be mm-hmm. like okay i've been here you know yeah so yeah. no, yeah, it's going to only benefit in the long run for sure, man. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know what it's like to be a junior golfer and playing some high level junior tournaments and stuff. Um, you know, do you maybe have some advice for junior golfers out there that are kind of look at, you know, looking to get better their chances of getting recruited? You know, is there something they need to work on their golf game or something to do with the recruiting process? Um, that's a good question. I think that just, loving the game and working hard um, yeah, and yeah. then playing a lot is really important. When I, at my club, I'd always come back from school. We had a group of buddies that would go and every single day we would just finish school, go out and we'd go play golf and we'd play oh, that's match, awesome. which is every single day. So I think, you know, always having competition and stuff like that just helps a lot when you get into the, the real tournament time. Um, something you can kind of just fall back a little bit on if you have a, always have a, a constant level of pressure um, so I think that, that was really important for my development. And, and the other thing is, is you just have to realize that people develop at different stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. some kids that were, when you're 13 years old and you see a kid that's, you know, winning the, the U S kids worlds or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, and he's winning yeah. everything. And then, you know, as you grow up and five, six years later, you see that they're, you know, just, I don't know, whatever, you know, yeah. um, yeah. Our kids that you were like, oh, you know, he was decent and now he's, you know, one of the best players in college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're just, you'll see a bunch of that. So you just have to understand that, you know, if you're not 
winning right now, that doesn't mean you're not going to be winning in a few years and, and just stick to the, you know, stay the program and um, try to surround yourself with as many helpful people as you can. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's something that I was super fortunate with is to be able to have um, great coach, great family support. And um, they were just kind of really able to point me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And they I think it's also important that you don't get told everything mm -hmm. um, and you have to figure a lot of that stuff out for yourself. Um, Absolutely. But I think that's one thing my dad and um, Adam, my coach back home um, was they kind of pointed me in the right direction and then allowed me to figure it out myself. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's great stuff that you're bringing up there because I mean, yeah, you want to go through the process and it'd be, you know, be nice to kind of know everything, but you're not going to know everything about, you know, just golf, let alone, you know, how to become a better player, but also just the recruiting process. It's almost like you got to kind of learn as you're going, like you're saying, um, and, you know, going on all these college visits and learning about, you know, the criteria that you want in a university, like you kind of went through as well. Um, but I'm glad that you brought up, you know, don't worry so much about what other people are doing, because if everybody's winning, 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 like you said, it doesn't mean that you can't be there or you're not going to be there one day. Um, mm -hmm. you know, your time might be whenever you start college golf or something, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it clicked different for every person, you know, and they kind of understand at a different level and, and maybe they kind of take golf seriously, but not super seriously until they're 17 years old, you mm -hmm. know, and then yeah, they lock in or something like that after that. And then it just kind of falls into place. So you, you just never know. Um, but definitely you just stay disciplined. Yeah, definitely, man. That's great stuff. You know, that, you know, you might play basketball your freshman and junior through junior year and yeah. then, you know, focus, on, you know, focus on golf your senior year, kind of like what you did. And, you know, just you never know. You never know. Yeah, I also I think important is to play other sports. I don't yeah. I think specializing too early is is a, a really bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that there's cases where, you know, you can do that and get away with it. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, just kind of for the overall. Yeah. Um, well-being of, mm -hmm. of the kid uh, i yeah. think it's important to do other things just so you don't burn out so. exactly absolutely the burnout can yeah, that can be kind of rough if you start mm -hmm. you know and you're doing it your whole life and that's all you know is playing golf mm -hmm. like yeah you know, i'm glad you brought that up for sure and i mean like yeah. like you said i mean you you knew instantly what other sport you'd be playing i mean you kind of still have that love for basketball it still it seems like so um yeah no yeah. it was fun like you have the golf season and then mm -hmm. then you know that football starts up on you know whenever football starts off and then yeah. it ends and then you've got tryouts for some AU basketball team on this mm -hmm. time and then it's then it's all basketball so although I did play golf since I was a young you know four or five year old kid mm -hmm. it's not all I did you know I, I yeah. did everything else um, including golf yeah no that's great stuff man I'm glad you brought that up as well um, so I mean there's a lot of things that comes along that come along with being a golfer at Wake Forest University. You know, is there kind of something, you know, a resource that you guys have access to that really just kind of stands out to you and something that you really appreciate? You know, what you know, what's something that, you know, is it the courses you guys play, the schedule you play, or is there something else that you really kind of love about the program at Wake Forest? Um that's a tough question. Yeah. I'm gonna say the consistency is uh -huh. what stands out the most. Um, just between every single aspect, I think Wake Forest golf does it at a high level, whether mm -hmm. it be our, our practice facility, our coaches, um, old town club, our home course is phenomenal. I love it. 
Um, it's just such a fun golf course to play and it's always in good shape. And it, I, we're just very fortunate to be able to play there and to our, our strength coach, um, David Bass is awesome. Our, our weight room, our facilities, yeah. um, our academic advisor, Kristen, I got to give her a shout out. She's the yeah. absolute best. I um, bet. So I think that in even the student body, I think that's the advantage to Wake Forest is um, there are no holes. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of have everything covered. Yeah, it seems like everything's top of the line too at Wake Forest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they go all out and they take everything pretty serious, you know, to a yeah. very high level. So, I mean, that's also Yeah, nice we're too. very lucky, very lucky, but they take good care of us for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's great stuff because, you know, going to a school and, you know, being disappointed, you know, in something or the process of something, you know, that it can't be really fun. And then going to the transfer portal and all that. But, you know, I'm glad that you're able to find a school, you know, and kind of a home, you know, second home for mm-hmm. you. Um, and you kind of have your secondary family, you know, at within the golf team and kind of the community at Wake Forest. That's amazing to have for sure. Yeah, it's uh, I'm very, very fortunate. I couldn't imagine trying to transfer to another school. And just because you leave your friends, you leave mm-hmm. your coaches, you know, you know, you leave what you've built and you've done oh, here absolutely. Um, and completely get uprooted and then move to another school. And you just have to start over, which um, which would be tough. Yeah, no, it would absolutely be tough. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad that everything seems to be working out for you. And, you know, I'm super excited to see how things go. Um, so obviously you guys, you know, your last semester, you guys were playing week to week to week to week, new golf courses, and you guys continue to do that. You know, you guys are going week to week to different golf courses. You know, how do you approach a week when you're kind of going into a course that you don't really know, or you approach a golf course that you haven't played yet? You know, do you, you know, what's your strategy going into it and kind of, you know, what, what kind of, what style is your game? You know, are you a guy that bangs driver every hole or you kind of play position golf? Um, I think I do an okay job of kind of mixing up my mm-hmm. style of play. Um, yeah. I hit the ball uh, pretty far, I would say. Um, and I like hitting driver and I think driver is one of my stronger suits. So if I can hit driver, I'm going to hit driver. Got it. Um, but as far as like approaching a golf course goes, I think our team play a lot of courses that we do know. And mm-hmm. Coach Haas, I mean, he's been around for a while and yeah, he's absolutely. played about a million courses under the sun. So <laughs> yeah. it feels like he knows just about every place that we go to. And he's always got write-ups where we do, you know, kind of team meetings and discuss oh, yeah. certain situations um, that may be a little tricky or not. Um, but if not, if it's a brand new course that nobody has seen, we'll, we'll get yardage books for the golf course. And we kind of mm-hmm. go over that and almost, almost map out play around, um, before we play the practice round, just so you kind of know things to look at. So you're more efficient when you're playing that practice round. Yeah. Um, but nobody's going to be perfect. So even after the first round, if we all realize that, you know, Oh, everyone hit it over the green on six to that back, right pin. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we kind of, you know, talk and discuss and, try to figure out a way to fix that plan so then the next day we don't make that same mistake again yeah and that's great that you know that your coach is you know he's kind of played every course under the sun like you said and um you know to have those kind of strategies going into golf courses is you know it's huge it's huge and like you said you know sometimes it might not work out you guys you know you guys reassess after the first round you know i'm sure you guys have team meetings after every round and um you know i'm sure that's something that's talked about so um no it's great to have you know to have kind of that approach and that kind of strategy going into each each tournament because mm. I mean, glow, going into a course blind is that's never fun so 
So yeah, and we're we always get practice rounds, and the coaches, whenever yeah. we're doing practice rounds, are always throwing cups, you know, where they think um, pins it's are going to be, and kind of explaining to us, you know, you know, this is good, this isn't good. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like our team is is pretty prepared by the time we get to the tournament first tournament round. Yeah, that's always great to have that. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you know that's kind of you would hope every college program would do that, but. I mean, we're talking about Wake Forest here. You know, the guys go, you know, those are high level team, high level, you know, competition. You guys want to do everything you can to kind of get the advantage over anybody. So, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Totally understand that. Um, So we're heading to the last question here. Um, You know, I'm sure there's a huge support system that you have with your family, not only your family, but the community within Wake Forest. But, you know, is there somebody that, you know, really has inspired you to be the person sauce golfer you are today? Um. Yeah. I mean, other than my dad got me into golf, yeah. but it's, it's definitely my brother. Um, yeah. my brother, Sean, he's got a short leg and he's gone through a lot just dealing with that. And he's the most positive and uplifting person that I know. And mm-hmm. he never, ever complains. And I think it's unbelievable. I mean, I would be such a baby if I had to do <laughs> half the things that he has to do. Uh-huh. Um, so just seeing that his strength and his, his attitude and the way he carries himself through all of that is to me, it's just unbelievably impressive. Um, So he's definitely been my greatest inspiration. And one of the reasons that I feel like I can kind of, I don't want to say push harder, but um, keep going and just know that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be all right. And if, if he can do it, then I can do it. Absolutely. I'm sure anytime you know that you you know he's on the bag and you guys are playing or something together i'm sure those are moments that you know that you're never going to forget and moments that you really soak in and enjoy so yeah um, it's they're unbelievable yeah no that's great stuff man well that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Auto featuring michael brennan michael thank you so much for coming on man had a great time thank you for having me yeah it was great Definitely, man. Um, you know, we'll post you up on Instagram whenever we see you guys out there doing great stuff and, you know, wishing nothing but the best in your future. And um, we'll stay in contact, man. Awesome. Thank you very much. All righty. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.